Today is November 29th, 2019. I hope that you had a fantastic Thanksgiving. You know, for me, this year, I feel like I, I'm appreciating Thanksgiving a little bit more just because of my work schedule and the way that Thanksgiving falls on a Thursday. You know, I had a half day on Wednesday, and then I spent all of yesterday giving thanks and enjoying the great food that and, and company that I had. And then now today is Friday, which I have off, and it, it feels fantastic. It was almost like yesterday felt like a Saturday. And now today definitely feels like a Saturday, but neither one of them are Saturdays because we still have Saturday actually on Saturday, tomorrow. It's great. But I hope that you enjoyed yourself with family and friends. And if you didn't, I'm sorry, because you know I do understand that sometimes holidays can be a tough time. And um, I just wanted to say that you know today is a new day. It has new opportunities for a new perspective and a new outcome. So I mentioned this before in a previous episode that my personality type is an amiable, which means in short that I am a people pleaser. And it's funny that I've been noticing more and more the ways in which the tendencies of this personality type infiltrates my life. Like, I'm the person who, you know, I never email or text someone with a direct question, right? It's never just like, hi, can you send me that document that I'm waiting for? Thanks, Mick. No, no, I'm the type of person who has to start every conversation, even digitally, with like, hey, hope you're doing well. You know, the weather was great this weekend. I hope you got outside and enjoyed it. Hey, awesome job on that project last week. You really did great. Nailed it. And then finally, I'm like, okay, the reason I'm emailing you is because yada, 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 yada. I know for some people, you're like shaking your head because you are a driver and and your personality type is just like, nope, direct, right to the point. (laughs) Don't waste my time. I'm not even going to put my name at the bottom of this email. Uh, But that's just who I am. It's my personality. And I even go deeper than that because with situations like holidays, you know, I spend a lot of time thinking about other people's life experiences that I I literally have a moment of hesitation when I text someone or I say to someone, hey, I hope your week is going well. Like, I'm actually worried to text that to someone because there's a chance that their week isn't going well. I actually don't know what's happening in their life. And I don't want them to think that they can't express that they're having a bad week or that something bad has happened just because society has this way of making us feel like we need to have things going well. It's funny. I I send that to people often because... I do hope that their week is going well, but I, I really like pause and and think about you know what actually might be going on in their life. I, I don't know. It's all sort of funny to me, but I really do hope that you had a nice Thanksgiving. And if something unfortunate happened this year or 
maybe in years past that made you miss family members uh, extra yesterday. I'm here for you, and I hope you know that it's okay to not be okay and to miss those who aren't here with us anymore. But with all that said, let's jump into episode nine. Well, welcome. Thank you for joining me again. You know, today I wanted to have a really fun and comedic episode for you because the past few weeks have gone pretty deep. (laughs) And although I love spending time discussing these topics and going below the surface level crap that so often we have to deal with, I also love laughing and joking around and just realizing that life doesn't have to be so serious and philosophical all the time. Life is this fun dance that we can just enjoy and we don't have to always be thinking and questioning things, right? But to be honest, I tried thinking of some funny stories that would be worth sharing and I was having a hard time focusing on that stuff right now. You know, I mean, like right now, life is still fun and I'm, I'm enjoying my time with Quinn and Julie and enjoying this podcast and a couple of the other things I have going on in life. But I've been realizing that I'm kind of in a state of contemplation. And over these past week, that's really been taking up a lot of my attention. And this state has caused me to sort of be a bit distant and quiet, and even at times like quick and snarky with my wife, which I'm sorry for because, you know, that's that's not my style. I, I love her and I love bringing positive energy into our relationship and with all of my interactions uh, to, with other people. And I, I don't know, I'm, I'm not feeling discouraged. You know, in fact, in the last episode, I shared that I feel like I'm really making positive progress with a bunch of things in life right now, but I continue to question and explore my feelings deeper, which is oftentimes just bringing more questions. And because of that, I can feel myself being a a bit tired and subdued. And this process kind of has me stuck in my head more than I'd like. But at least it's a thoughtful and reflective investigation that's underway. But this brought me to the conversation that I want to have with you today. You know, for all of us, we've had experiences that we can think back to and ask, why did I do that? And sometimes we have a clear answer. You know, sometimes it's very obvious. It was a moment of weakness or we got caught up in an unconscious decision-making emotional spree that caused us to do something embarrassing. Or maybe we have an enlightened realization that can help direct us and guide us to what's next. I believe this question, why did I do that? Or why do I do the things that I do, can reveal many answers 
And that's what we're going to dive into today. Why do you do the things that you do? Take a moment to think about it. I mean, you can really look at all of the arenas of your life and ask that question. Why do I do the things that I do? Why do I go to work? Why do you listen to the music that you listen to? Why do you hang out with the people that you hang out with? You know, why do you say the stuff that you say? Why do you spend money on the things that you spend money on? Why, why do you do it? And, you know, I phrased most of those questions with why do you, but the truth is I've been asking myself all these questions. Why do I do the things I do? Why do I spend time with the people I spend time with? Why do I say the stuff that I say? Why do I spend money on the things that I spend money on? Why do I do it? And one decision um, in my life that I consistently made for many years that I began to just ask the question, like, why? Why do, why do I do it? Is drinking alcohol. And listen, I do not think that there's anything wrong with drinking al- alcohol. And I don't want to discuss or debate whether it's a good use of time or money or anything. But what I do want to discuss is my experience and my exploration of why I do it. So a few months ago, I began looking at this decision and wondering, you know, why do I continue to make it? And this wasn't in a bad way. It was just in a curious way. I was looking at all areas of my life, really. Um, Well, it's hard to look at them all at the same time, but I was kind of focusing in on certain things. And this one was a reoccurring theme. Like, you know, why do I do it? It's not that I don't enjoy it, um, I'm just curious about it. So after like reflecting and spending some time in deep thought, I made the decision that I wanted to try to go a full year without drinking. And at the time, I was I don't know, five or six weeks away from my 29th birthday. So I said, all right, I'm going to spend all of my 29th year without drinking. And a couple of weeks went by and I decided, you know what? If you want to do something, just do it now. Don't think you have to wait until a certain date and then like make it this thing. So just do it. So on October 20th, I enjoyed my last sips of beer and glasses of wine. And for the next year, I won't have any. And and I haven't had any since that day. And one thing that has really become apparent to me is that since stopping, I've needed to identify other things to do. You know, when in social situations or just you know, I really had to decide why doing other things is important or enjoyable to me. Um, And I don't know if that's totally clear, but like when I'm in certain situations where like that would be the thing, like we're all having dinner together, I'm hanging out, I'm going out with people. Well, now that I'm not doing that one thing, like what else is the thing that I could be doing and why? You know, I investigated why I drank and I made a decision to take a break even if it's just to save money and and get in better shape, which if I'm being honest, you know, I'm already in decent shape. So now the goal is to look like Tyler Durden and we are well on our way, people. (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But that decision now opens up new decisions about what else I should focus my attention on and and why. And the most important thing that I, I want to focus on is connecting with others and continuing to position myself in career opportunities that allow me to reach people 
and bring positive messages into the world and just really, like I said, connect and understand people better. So I'm trying new things and spending more time researching and soul searching to present my voice and my truth. And one thing that I'm trying to do more often when it comes to this podcast is find other outlets or people who have discussed the topics that I'm interested in. You know, I mentioned this before that I have a list in my phone of different podcast episodes, but I don't want to just think that my thoughts on these things are like valuable enough. Like I should spend time actually seeking out what other people have already talked about when it comes to these things. You know, I'm well aware that everything that I say has been said before. <laughs> so the way for my stories to be more valuable is to seek out other content about these topics. And then before I turn on the microphone and start rambling, spend some time um, really forming some better conclusions and then, and then talk to you about them. So as I began, began thinking about the topic of why do we do what we do, I searched that in Google and one of the top results is a TED Talk by Tony Robbins with that exact title. And I, I know that he can be sort of a polarizing figure, but my opinion, which is perfectly in line with my conflict-averse personality type, is that he along with every other person, is, is just fine, right? And, and for the most part, we all mean well, uh, for the most part. You know, he's made a big impact on the people that he's taught, and I find that admirable. But regardless of your stance about him, he has this TED Talk about why we do what we do. So I watched it, and I enjoyed it, but really, I, I walked away with one memorable lesson, and that's what I'm going to share with you as we, uh, as we kind of wrap up our time together. So he talked about how emotions guide our decisions. We often do what we do because of our emotional state. And again, if you're interested, I'll put a link to this TED Talk in the description of this episode. Um, he goes on to talk about tons of other stuff, um, but it made me really think about my emotional state. And I find, I find this particularly helpful because it reminded me about the importance of monitoring my emotions and also using emotion as an effective tool. My wife, Julie, said something to me recently that really struck me. And she sort of said it in passing, but I, it hit me when, she's, when, when that one sentence came out. Um, she didn't realize it, but in the moment it was like speaking to a part of me that needed what she was saying. And over the years, I read a decent amount about the ego. And, you know, I made my faith and spiritual life a high priority. And because of that, I've been somewhat successful. And even to say this, you can put it into question about whether I have been successful. But I have been somewhat successful at kind of knocking my ego off its pedestal a little bit. And of course, in social situations and certain interactions, you can't like live in the world completely egoless. People think you're crazy. <laughs> they think you jumped off the deep end. Like I absolutely love and adore Jim Carrey, and I appreciate all of his sentiments about 
these material bodies that we live in, you know, not being what we actually are, right? Like there's a soul inside these things that's separate from the skin and bone. But when he lives in the world and talks about that sort of stuff, people call him loopy. They think, they think he's lost it. And, and for me and for most of us, in social settings, the ego still plays a role. And it kind of has to. But when I'm home, besides for the days that my amiable weakness of selfishness begins to bleed into my interactions, I've done a decent job of not letting my ego run the show. And the reason that I even bring all of this up is because what I've realized is that when I record this show at home, right? I'm down in my basement right now, and many of my episodes up to this point have been a bit subdued. Like my emotional energy, my, my energy level is sort of low. And as I listen back, I feel as though I'm kind of being reserved and a bit tranquil, if you will, which, which I like because that is an important part of who I am. You know, I, I spend a lot of time being contemplative and, and thinking deeply about what the heck is going on here. And I, and I try to present my ideas about what the heck's going on here to you in a way that is, um, is true to, to me. But there's also a part of me whose emotions run high, right? Like I want to jump and dance and scream out about how great life is, about how life is this amazing opportunity that, that I think we should just be spending all of our time and energy enjoying it to the max. And what I'm realizing is that in my questioning of why I do the things I do, I haven't been thinking enough about my emotions. It's very, very incredibly important for you to ask yourself, why do you do the things that you do? And when you ask yourself that question, you might need to spend some time alone, quiet, subdued, reflective, tranquil. It might be uncomfortable. You might think you're wasting time, but it's actually some of the most useful time that you can put into practice. Why do you do the things you do? And it's important to know that your emotions play a big role. So don't go through life without questioning your decisions, right? Become conscious of them. Take time to reflect and be honest with yourself about why you're doing the stuff that you do. And if you don't like some of the stuff that you do or you think that you could use your time more wisely or you have these goals that you want to be doing but that you're not doing them, like, I think that's another important, important question is not just why do you do the things you do, but why don't you do things that you want to do? Why don't you do them? What's stopping you? I think it's so important for us to become conscious of these things and then decide after thinking through after really allowing ourselves to, to be honest and make a well-informed conclusion. But 
don't let that steal away the fun or the emotions of life. I think that it can actually offer an opportunity for more fun and more memorable experiences because you actually spent the time to consider why you're doing what you're doing. It's good to ask the question, but it's also important to remember that we don't need an answer for everything. Considering our decisions is good, but don't get stuck in inactivity due to overthinking. Because overthinking and the contemplative state, I think it it can cause us to miss the subtle greatness of every day and every moment. So rather than just questioning why, explore it with your emotional state and decide what you want to do and why you want to do it. After really thinking this through, I'm realizing that you know, my emotional energy has been quite subdued recently, right? And I, I need to ramp it up. It, it doesn't, I don't need to think of me having high energy as me allowing my ego to run the show. Because sometimes I think that I hold back and I stay reserved because I understand how dangerous it is to let your ego be the one deciding things. But I think I've spent enough time understanding how not to let that happen that I can't now be concerned that other people might judge me or look at me and think that that's happening in me. And I can't allow that to to stop me from generating more energy in in every interaction, in every situation of my day. You know, I don't want to just spend time thinking about why, but I want to ask, how can I make this more meaningful? It's as simple as this. You get out of life what you put into it. I think we all have heard that before. So figure out what you're putting into life and what's important to you Because once you spend the time doing that, you won't have to ask the question, why do I do the things I do? Because you'll already know. I think it's safe to say that there is this fire in me that I want to share, but maybe I've allowed myself to hold it back in fear of judgment or opinions or any of the other things that stop us from doing the stuff that we want to do in life. So do I know exactly why I do the things I do? No. And I probably never fully will. But I do think that if I spend time asking, how can I make life more meaningful? And how can I generate the perspective necessary so that when I'm, I'm, pouring out myself into something, you know, I I know that it's what I need in that situation to feel like I'm more connected and then I'm able to make more of an impact. I'm providing some value and I'm serving others in a way that is actually helpful. 
I never know how to wrap up these episodes because I could just keep firing off ideas from my head. But it's good sometimes to just have a conclusion. And that's what this is right now. We need to take time to question what's going on, but then also just trust ourselves and not get too caught up in it and not forget the things that are in us, the things that we already know are true and that all we have to do is allow ourselves to trust, trust ourselves. So I love you. I hope you have a great day. I will see you next week. Have a great weekend. Hey, one last thing. If you like this episode and are looking forward to new episodes of this series, I encourage you to leave a review and subscribe to this show. I'm no social media guru, but I think that's how more people are going to have a chance to hear it. Thanks again. Have a great day.